0: This week was a difficult one for Canada, as we had to finally, belatedly, say our goodbye to Don Cherry as a broadcasting institution on Sportsnet's Coach's Corner. His comments were hurtful, they were divisive, but they're nothing new. Through the 1990s, Don Cherry made a habit of singling out women regularly for puck-in-the-crowd injuries. One such incident included homophobic remarks levied against the the people of Los Angeles in the 1991 playoffs. He then denied the role of racism in limiting the opportunities of First Nations people in hockey during the 2007 season. Then again in 2013 lamented the presence of women in NHL locker rooms as reported. This, of course, doesn't even begin to capture the xenophobia that Cherry directed towards Swedes, Russians, and even French Canadians. Then Cherry crossed the line in such a way that could no longer be ignored. He said the quiet part loudly and directed it directly towards the people most vulnerable in our society, the people trying to emigrate to Canada, the people trying to integrate themselves into Canadian life, who most often use hockey as a vehicle towards that end. No, the issue isn't that he said, quote-unquote, you people. You take away that part of the comment, it is every bit as vile, as hurtful, as xenophobic, and yes, racist, as it is otherwise. He followed up, you people that come here. Look, if you take away those parts of the statement, sure, it's not quite as bad. But how convenient is that? You take away the two most racist remarks in the entire rant, and all of a sudden it's good? No. Look, we all have this uncle, we all have this grandparent in our family but they don't get a platform like Don Cherry has had for the last, what, 40 plus years to hurl those remarks at the very people who most need our protection and allyship in this nation. Now, there has been a firm denial of the principles that he espoused by the hockey community and even the Canucks at large. And we have pushed back against those terms in the most unforgiving way. And for that, I feel a deep sense of pride. I feel a deep sense of community. I feel something that I am so often devoid of from hockey. A moment of bonding from people of all different angles of life. But in none of these rants have I seen anyone address the comments that Don Cherry made on their face. That these immigrants owe it to us, to us second, third, fourth, and fifth generation Canadians, to buy our poppies and join us in lionizing the brave armed forces that we try to honor annually with these gestures. Part of accepting these communities into our country means accepting the very lived experiences that they bring alongside them. Experiences that might not align with the ones that we have fostered in this nation over the last 200 years of Confederation. Now, I need you to ask yourself these questions because they apply to nearly every corner of the globe and our privilege simply cannot be overstated in this regard. Would Chilean immigrant fleeing the brutality of the Augusto Pinochet regime in Chile bring with them peachy memories of the troops that carried out that coup and the violence in the following years? Would a Kashmiri refugee fleeing the violence of that region bring with them a sense of peace when confronted by military forces? Would Bolivian refugees, of which there will be many in the coming years, bring with them a conception of the military and police as saviors after the partially racially motivated coup they've persecuted? The same applies to the Rohingya community. Ask yourself, what is the military's job when it goes abroad? Now, of course, the military of Canada has committed no such atrocities, and that much cannot be overstated. They have fought time and again to preserve the way of life that these people so greatly and in such thorough numbers want to accept, want to embrace and be a part of. But if lionizing this profession isn't among their cultural practices, I think we have to respect their right to do just that. We have to respect that they don't owe us anything. That the case for allowing these people into our communities, into our hockey rinks, into our hockey teams isn't one that can be laid out in a pros and cons balance sheet. It is one that rests in your heart and in your conscience and in your mind. I cannot say this enough. And furthermore, I think that it is that freedom that these troops fought so hard to defend. That they persecuted a war so that we might have these choices. In all of these following remarks from the Don Cherry incident, we've heard a lot of people come out and push back, and I appreciate that. What we haven't seen is a sense of solidarity that allows us to move forward as a community, not just as defenders, but as allies in this fight against persecution, against racism, against all forms of xenophobia that affect these communities. And allow me to use this opportunity with my platform, such as it exists in this manifesto, to let you people know, the people that were hurt by those comments, that I'm in this fight with you every step of the way, and you are as welcome in Canada and as loved and as appreciated whether you buy a poppy or not, and that is your right, and I will fight to respect that with every fiber of my being. And that is the manifesto.